So Al and I have been talking a little, maybe more than a little, during the breaks about, you know, choices with food, exercise, yeah. kind of talking about yeah. all these things. Eating and, is fun. And That's you what just you said, just said before right, that mic was turned on. There, there is a point where it's like, I, I, I want to feel good. I want to be healthy. I want to, yeah. look, I'll be honest. I'd like to look better than I do, right? There's some things that I, I would cosmetically, whatever. Eating is fun, man. It's fun. You know what's really fun, Slee? I'm going to blow your mind. You ready? Yeah. yeah. Having a few drinks. It's really, Look, we differ. really we fun. We differ on this one. Because if I said, you get an evening of eating or drinking, which yeah. one would you take? Well, to me, they're almost inseparable. I, I, if I had I'm one or the other- I'm attracted to the food than I am the liquor. Uh, uh, I think I would. If you said I had to pick one, we can go out and have- a, you, can you can sit at the bar, but don't don't go out with no, me because no, wait, because I'm, I'm going to set it up for you. Let me set it up for you. Because if you said you and I are going to go hang out and we could either drink together or eat together, I'd rather drink together. Yeah. Oh, for sure. But if if here here, here let me paint a picture. Okay. If you said to me you can have a peanut butter and jelly at home and go out and have a great time at, at the the bar with your buddies, yep. watching games, hanging out. Yeah. But you can't eat anything there. Or you can have a beer at home. And, and then, then when you steak? go have the best meal of your life, but you can't yeah. have any wine, you can't order a martini, n- hell no. <laughs> hell no. But don't use us and friends as an example. <laughs> I was, I'm trying to think here. I need them here. together. Don't, why, why are you making me pick? This is like picking a kid. Because, I don't want to pick. I like it all. the way you go with <laughs> liquor is much more, like in your world, that's much more attractive to you than yes. it is to me. Yeah. I like to eat to where I can't breathe. And then I sleep. I don't want a lot. I just want good. Yeah. I want good. And I, by the way, Take I need that lot. martini with it. Like, in, for, look, I'm trying to make some choices. I, I went and had a wonderful dinner with my mom and dad on Saturday night. No drinking. It was fine. I had a great but time. But dessert oysters. <laughs> the, the dessert oysters were probably my attempt to compensate for not having a martini. You no, know, I got to be honest. That was our mistake yesterday. Uh, the fact that you got oysters and basically came for a dessert, and we kind of yeah. just let okay. it slide off, and how we did didn't that say night anything. Go? Great. How did it fit in your stomach? <laughs> not fit in your stomach, but how did it feel three hours later okay. in your Is stomach? Okay, since you're asking, like, I'll be Did you on. have like a, a bite of cheesecake and then an oyster? Like, <laughs> back in the, the perfect bite. So the perfect bite. <laughs> that sounds so awful. I can't even tell. So, no, I, I ordered you the oysters the as an appetizer, right? And and we ordered our entrees, and then the oysters never came, and the waitress, it was, it was packed. It was Saturday night. The, mm-hmm. the, the, the restaurant was very, very crowded. So, our waitress never really came by until the entrees had come out and she saw it looked at the table and she realized crap oysters had not come yeah. out yeah and she goes i'm sorry and i said not a problem i get it no big deal i will still eat them if you bring them so we start eating our entrees we finish them and then the oysters Adam, no came out oysters came out no no go ahead and, and so at that point i'm like i start eating the oysters and then she comes by would you guys like any dessert and my mom and dad opted not to have any dessert and i said i pointed at the crushed ice bowl with all the oyster shells and i'm like no i'm good i've got this half dozen order of oysters to eat for dessert so, so here's your uh, trick to a free drink like in your instance like my buddy reminded me of the, the other day we had drinks uh we went out to eat whatever we had you know drinks he ordered appetizers they didn't bring it out just like in your case, hey, happens. You know, we are, we ordered a sampler. It never came out. But oh, I'll tell you what, sampler. though, give me another beer, right? Yeah. You got another beer. He's like, you know what? Since I forgot to bring your sampler, 
this one's on me. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And he's like, oh, my man. So, yeah. I didn't want another club yeah. soda, though. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the way of getting the free drink. She threw that's in an extra call. oyster. Yeah. <laughs> you got the half dozen. There were seven on that. That actually happened to me once with wings. One time, like, they dropped, like, a couple of my wings or whatever, and they put it on the table, and then they, and then they gave me another almost whole set of wings. Oh, yeah, yeah. Great. No, they're coming yeah. in. Perfect. Yeah, they're coming yeah. in. It's the right thing to do. It yeah, is the can, right thing to do. You get to drink that beer instead of eating the whole sampler after you're right. done eating. You is know? there any... The, just just the word beer. sampler made me go, yeah, I'm getting <laughs> that. Speaking of sampler, that, um, a place that I'm so picking, good. which I will reveal later in the week, mm. may Did you make your a, decision? I think I'm down to a couple, but okay. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drag this out for content. <laughs> <laughs> but I think one of the places may include a famous sampler. Oh, okay. Jardín de Olivo, baby. And go big. Don't mess around here. Dude, oh. eating is fun, man. Eating at Levo, that's big. Yeah. <laughs> that's as big as it gets. Um, it's the most fun I have. It's your Friday nights. I, I look forward to it the entire time. All right. Um, Jim Harbaugh is going to be the top candidate for, I would imagine, everything Washington, Carolina, Atlanta, um, yeah. Atlanta Raiders, Vegas, Chargers. All of these teams are open. A new team is open now. Mike Vrabel got fired from the uh, the Tennessee Titans today. Was that surprising, or was that was that uh, not hugely happen? surprising? There was but, some rumblings the past two weeks. Yeah, um, Bill Belichick may be out in New England. There is yeah. a story that Mike Tomlin, not that he's going to get fired, but that he may kind of say, you know what, I'm going to take a step back. After I'm going to take year. some time after next year, and there may be some openings. Harbaugh is the first call. For all of these teams that have vacancies, their first call should be to Don Yee, who is Jim Harbaugh's agent for this process, and say, what's it going to take? Jim Harbaugh has the the pick of the jobs, and he should. He's a great NFL coach. He's a great coach, full stop. If they get a no from Harbaugh, yep. they being the Chargers, yeah. and their next call isn't to Mike Vrabel, or even, even if they think that they're likely to get a no from Jim Harbaugh, their first call should be to Mike Vrabel. It is exactly with you. it's yeah. exactly what they haven't done. Where go get the guy that knows what he's doing. No nonsense. Tough. Discipline. Disciplined. Resume. He comes from a winning culture. Walks into a room and mm-hmm. everybody's like, yeah, that dude knows what he's doing. What do you think? And, and this is an extreme example. What do you think people looked at when Brandon Staley got those guys together for the first time? What do you think the vibe was? I think, hey, you got to go prove it. Yeah, right? that, exactly. That's, like any any first time head exactly. coach, they're not completely sold until you sell them. Prove it. Mm-hmm. It, it. Not not that oh you stink, but it's like all right, dude, let's see what you got. Right? It's it's one of those. There is no let's see what you got with Mike Vrabel. You know exactly what it is. He's they're going to be physical. They're going to be tough. They're going to be disciplined. They're going to go about doing this yeah. exactly the way that those Tennessee t- and those teams, other than Derrick Henry, they didn't have a ton of great players. Yeah, but they were always pretty darn good. They were. They just fouled up Jacksonville's entire season you on the last Tana eight year. to a playoff game. Can you yeah. guess? Can, if I if I had to have you guys guess. His winning percentage as and, and it's like fifty six. It's, it's not gonna be anything absurd. Fifty six. Okay. What do you think his winning percentage? Sixty two. Okay. He's about you got one, Jorge? Oh, go ahead. Fifty five percent, right around there. Yeah. Right? Fifty five percent is his winning percentage. Fifty five percent in the NFL. He was there for six seasons, yep. had a couple, like you mentioned, he had a couple uh two playoff wins. Mm-hmm. Um it, the the talent that's sitting on the Chargers too, which by the way is 
pretty good talent. I yeah. think we all have better than ass- the talent of the Titans. We we all have assumed that. But I think what you said about you bring in some type of a winning culture, age wise, Belichick is in his seventies. Rabel's forty eight. Right. Mm-hmm. Right? Like think right. about that for a second. You also you're thinking a little bit more long term rather than short term. I, as a Charger hater, would not like to see them make the right decision. <laughs> that's that, the that's, right decision. That's me being completely honest. That seems like if if Jim Harbaugh is going to get a chance to pick wherever he wants to go and he chooses whether he stays at Michigan or he looks at a different opportunity and it's not the Los Angeles Chargers, I'm with you. That's a, that's a really interesting name there at the right age for a head coach as they well. They need credibility and stability. And he brings both. The credibility he brings as both a former player at a championship level, as a NFL head coach at a playoff level. And this isn't one of those, I don't know if it's going to work or not. You didn't know exactly if it was going to work or not with Anthony Lynn. You didn't know exactly if it was going to work or not with Brandon Staley. Yeah, they can't go get another yeah, first-time you've guy. You've got to have a guy. Yeah. If they announce Mike Vrabel as the head coach of the Chargers, everybody goes, pretty good hire yeah right that's a, that's a pretty darn good there's no ah that's not the right guy for the spot they they could finally do the obvious right thing it's right there in front and, of them. and it could not work but i agree that but that's it wouldn't most work people, because he doesn't know what he's doing most people right. would feel the same so way. there's an option they could get like i don't know ben johnson the lions oc again would be a first time job but Vrabel, much like tomlin wins the games you're supposed to win he goes into the games and he plays the games and he wins the games he's supposed to win and he just had a worse team than most teams he went up against, which is why his record is just slightly above 500. He wins the games he's supposed to win. Exactly. And, and the Chargers need that. Look at look at the vacancies. They're, the Chargers is the only open job that has a really good quarterback. Yep. That's it. Everything else might have some pieces here or there. The Raiders, you know, they, they certainly are not devoid of talent. You got Max Crosby, you got Devontae Adams. You got some really good players there as well. But the CQI, the coach, the quarterback, and then the injuries, which you really can't control. You'd have the C and the Q. Now, now you just got to hope that you catch some breaks with some injuries. You hope that bad ownership doesn't completely torpedo yeah, yeah. everything that you have. You'd have those two things locked up. Yeah, I think that's the one thing to look at too. I, I think if you're, if you're a, Chargers are getting pretty lucky that the timing of these vacancies. There's good coaches available, really, really good coaches available. And the Chargers job is not a bad job unless I, I guess the you know, the question that you're asking yourself, if you're a guy like Frabo, then how much does do you feel like the ownership is in the way? Do you feel like the ownership would get in your way? But to be honest with you, I think ultimately at the end of the day, if they find if they think they have talent and they feel like they're in the I mean, the market, you can't get any bigger, there really isn't this crazy pressure on the Chargers to have to go compete. There's no no pressure. pressure at all. It, it, that's got to be appealing, too. And the Re- reason why the variable thing kind of came undone is it seemed as if the reports were the GM and him didn't really get along. And that was kind of like the straw that kind of pulled them apart, I guess. So I think that, again, we're, you're going to hire a new GM and with the Chargers, and maybe they can be... Uh, symbiotic as opposed to what they had in the Titans. Well, whoever they hire as the GM, the first question when you're interviewing those guys is, what sort of coach are you looking for? And if the answer is anything other than, we need to get somebody in here that knows what they're doing. I I use this on my Lockdown Rams podcast. I say this all the time, and I mean this as an extreme compliment. It sounds borderline insulting, and I mean it as the highest compliment I give. Competent. Are you competent? 
Just does it work? Do you do you make the right decision more often than not? Do you get your guys to play hard? Is Mike Vrabel competent? Absolutely. Right? Sean McVay brought a level of competency sure. to the Rams yep. that they had not had prior to that with Jeff Fisher and some others, where it's just like, this is a hot mess. Fine. Brandon Staley, incompetent. Right? It just it was a disaster in every possible way. Go find somebody that will just make the things that are supposed to work, work. Like Emily, like you were saying, beat the team you're supposed to beat. Get the quarterback in a position to beat the teams and to have success the way that he's supposed to. Make a decision in a critical situation that's just the right decision. The best way to put last thing on this, look at what the Rams, where they were to start the season with the players that they had and how that season unfolded. And look at the players that the Chargers had and what they had in Brandon Staley and how that season unfolded. That's the difference I'm talking about. Competent versus incompetent. Where you can take not a whole heck of a lot and have a really decent amount of success, or you can have a whole heck of a lot and burn it to the ground because you don't know what if you're I doing. If I told you before the season started, make a bet. Oh. There's a team in LA winning 10 games this year. Who's it going to be? Stop. Of course. Of course you're picking the Chargers. How about that? It was literally a complete. It was a complete opposite. And then you know what though? And you would have made that bet. I would have yeah. made that bet. And at the end of the year, we both would have lost. We'd gone. That was stupid. Why yeah. did we do that? And maybe, maybe the we Chargers had- are finally starting to see it. Don't forget, you want to listen to me and Slee all week long. If you are caller number seven, when we tell you that it's time to call, you will win tickets to the Genesis Invitational. And if you win, you will qualify for the grand prize, which is to participate in a dream foursome with me. On January 22nd, we'll get to go play Riviera Country Club together. Riv, my favorite spot in all of L.A. Grand prize winner will be announced next Tuesday on the 16th. All right, Lakers tonight, Slee. They got a chance to make it two in a row. Let's go. Let's get hot. That's coming up next. It's Travis Slee, 710 ESPN. You know what you could do to make that Laker game even more fun, Slee? Yeah. Well, prize picks. Right? The largest daily fantasy platform in all of North America because it's easy it's fun, and you can win up to 25 times your money because you know whether to go more or less on the prize picks statistical projections. You think LeBron James is going to get more or less than the points that they put on at prize picks? It's that easy. Got a couple games for tonight, or I got a couple uh, players for tonight. Austin Reeves, more than or less than 16.5 points. I'm actually going to go less than on this one. Pascal Siakam, more than or less than 21.5 points. I got more than on that one. Uh, it's just you against the numbers instead of battling thousands of other players, of course, including the pros and the sharks. Pick more or less than. Takes about 60 seconds to submit your entry. Go to prizepicks.com forward slash 710. Use that code 710 for a first deposit match of up to $100. Also, with the Price Picks Sports app, you could be making your picks right up to the fourth quarter. Join the 7 million Price Picks fans today. Must be present in uh, certain states. Visit pricepicks.com for restrictions. A Tuesday, uh, no less. <laughs> All right, y'all. Uh, so we talked about Michigan's dominance in the first uh, edition of this college football corner, but I want to talk about kind of like some of the things around the college football game yesterday. One, it's the second year in a row in which the roof has leaked on <laughs> the game. So it was a really? horrible storm uh, in Houston yesterday that kind of was leaking onto the end zone at the beginning of the in the pregame uh, last year, SoFi was pouring down and it was getting all over the seats, so that's great. And then another they thing, should rebuild SoFi. Don't remodel it. And the other thing, they had a shot of one of the most exclusive 
sweet boxes oh I've gosh. seen in a long time. So the suite included Stephen A. Smith, but it also included Michael Jordan, Derek Jeter, Travis Scott, and it looked like they were having a great time. If you could build your dream suite, we've all been in suites before, and they're an interesting experience. Who would be in your dream suite to watch a uh, sporting event? George Brett and Bobby Flay. <laughs> do a little baseball, we'll do a little food. Why not? i got to have Dave Chappelle in mind. I want Charles Barkley in there as well. That'd be fun. It'd be a fun hang. And Conan. That's it. Done. You're a Conan guy. You don't need anything Conan else. Guy. I'm gone. Jordan, Tiger. Ooh, it's a good one. This is out of personal experience about one of the best days I ever spent in my life with Barry Switzer. Really? In Houston, actually. We but went to Houston Country Club for an event. We hung out all day. He came to David Gow's house, our owner at the time, for a party. Barry Switzer was an amazing Bar- hang. That Barry Switzer's a good time does not surprise me. <laughs> amazing but, but, time. But, but and he, he had stories of times that were incredible. You think they all took Southwest bootlegger's to get boy. there? <laughs> right? Is that what he called himself? The bootlegger's son or bootlegger's boy or something don't like know. that? Don't know. Love him. Yeah, Man. he was awesome. I'm adding one more. It's my sweet. Whoosh. <laughs> Yeah, of course. Breaking news. Woj bombs from the (laughs) street. Woj had all the chicken tenders. (laughs) Herb Street had uh, his blow dog with him all week, uh, all all season, and uh, had the dog have a little special moment uh, during the broadcast, which I think is, you know, it's fine. If if you're approving of the dog in the broadcast booth, I think that- Why do you make that face, Trav? You don't like a dog? I knew I would get you uh, feeling something. A nice little golden retriever. (laughs) What What do they call him again? Good little boy. What's his name? I'll, I'll need to double check. Yeah. It's not the Westminster Dog Show. Will it's you the stop? it's the national championship game. Leave your dog at home. Well, why? Because it doesn't it's not supposed to be ben. there. It doesn't no, no, need to be there. I know, but Ben travels with him. That's fine. Leave Ben yeah. at the hotel. Jorge, no, look up can't. Ben by Michael Jackson. I want the hook, and we're going to play it nonstop today for so, the last hour and a half to annoy Trap. Here's no, why you can't. Ben, ben why do you not animal. like Ben Herbstreit? Ben, ben what has, kind of guy are you that doesn't like Ben Herbstreit? Ben has, gets anxiety. A beautiful so golden retriever. with him Every, at NRG Stadium. You're no, gutless. No. You're for gutless not, for not, for liking, not ben. liking Ben Herbstreit. Yeah. Yeah. What kind of American? You claim yeah. to be this... Beautiful American that has barbecues and Porter orders the <laughs> right. taco man. And you don't like dogs and puppies and the pitch I clock. like dogs fine. You know where I don't like them? At restaurants, at football games, at places where they don't need to be. You're right. You want to take a do- you want to take your dog for a walk through the park? Knock yourself out. You're a bud you like you drinking, Jack Daniels drinking, golf playing American, and you don't like golden retrievers? I like golden retrievers Trav. fine. Not at the football stadium. Not at space. the restaurant. Not there was at space the bar in there. that I go parking? to have a couple of beers with my friends and sit yeah. down and your damn dog keeps okay, knocking into my legs. If a golden retriever walked thing. in here right now, that's what I was going to ask. What Shouldn't happens be here either. If I bring Rookie in one day, no. what's the Leave relationship? I think you know now. What's the relationship? Rookie is know. destroying that entire studio. No, no. Ro- Rookie is a wonderful companion for you and Lady Slay. I'm glad that you have Rookie I'll in your life. Rookie Leave do. Rookie at home. Rookie Don't bring Rookie scared. to work. Rookie would be scared of everything in here. Freaking try to smell everything and run around. You make one loud, one noise it's way too like loud. He's running around. <laughs> no, no. Right, so I, I like Herbie. I'm sure Ben is a very good boy. Ben's a good but dog. Leave him at home. All right, my college football quarter and all the coverage of bowl season on 710 is powered by Valvoline Instant Oil Change, home of the 15-minute drive-through oil change. Visit SoCal Oil Change for locations and to score game-winning coupons. You've done a great job with dogs. this bowl season, Em. Done a great Thanks. job. I told her. Can't believe you don't like golden retrievers. I do. I don't like them at football games, bars, restaurants, or my house. (laughs) What is it against (laughs) puppies? I'm with you, Trav. Thank you, Horry. Next time you invite us over to your home, I'm somehow getting a golden retriever. (laughs) Oh, Travis. 
You would have not. Okay, so you might have had fun at this party. I don't think. And you I have. want him dressed. I want to get one where they come back from the groomer with the little thing. What are the? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, they look the bandana. They yeah. look so adorable. Yeah. So <laughs> over the weekend, I went yeah. to my friend's uh, karaoke party, birthday party, and she doesn't have any dogs. But there were two dogs present at this very small apartment's karaoke party. One was a golden retriever who was bouncing off the walls. That's awesome. The other was a little Shih Tzu that was also bouncing off the walls. Of course, they're excited. And uh, I, it was a lot of dogs. It was a lot of dog in was a very small the party. When the invitations went out to this party, yes. was it please bring your dog? No, it was not. Actually. Then that's insane. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I it can't wait. Insane. Yeah, I can't no wait one's for the moment. Walking into that house, upset at that dog. If I'm the owner of the, if I'm the host of the party or the owner of the apartment, and I did not ask you to bring your animals, and you show oh, up with your yeah, animal, yeah, no, that, hell that's yes. Different. I thought, yeah, I'm thinking. I can't I'm wait. Sure, she asked like the like. My but friend now you put me in an impossible position. Exactly. That if I say to you, oh, hey, I'd love to come to your party. Can I bring my animal into your apartment? What am I now? Now what do I do? It's a trained cobra. Nine, ten <laughs> months from now, when Trav invites us over for a college football Saturday, and I will have forgotten about this bit, <laughs> Jorge's going to pull up to my house to pick me up, and there's going to be ceviche spilling in the front, <laughs> and I'm going to say, what are the two golden retrievers doing at the back? He's going to like, don't you remember the bit, fool? <laughs> yeah. I got, I got a hookup on these. It's the neighbor's dog. This is uh, Cheats and Chong, the two golden retrievers. So I was on a walk yesterday, right? And so I'm, I'm a walk through the neighborhood. So there's two sides of the street, right? Sidewalk on each side. And every time I was coming and there was somebody else coming on the same side that had a dog, I'm going to the other side. Because now, because you know what? Oh, they, they let it come up to you and sniff you and it wants to be near you. And then you got to pretend to be interested. It's just, it's no, a whole don't. thing. You don't yes. have to do any of that. Oh, okay, now he's really friendly. He, no, don't worry, don't worry. It's fine. He's really friendly. He just wants to smell you. He just wants to say hi. No. And then lick your food. Right. I will go to the other side and skip it. Oh, he just wants to say hi. He didn't want to say hi. It's a dog. Like, you probably got 4,000 extra steps just from bouncing <laughs> back and forth. From hey, the I take a few. That's for sure. That's for sure. How are your meetings, Chris? Good. I got another Good. one coming up in a few minutes. All right. Play Ben again. I love that song. You know, that song was about a, a rat. A mouse. No, was it a mouse? A mouse. You remember, it was a movie. I don't know this one. You don't remember Ben? Mm-mm. By the way, I think I have a pet mouse in my backyard. He won't leave, and he's getting fatter. So he likes it. He's just, and wow. he's, I think he was somebody's pet, and they let him lose, because he'll come right up to you. Little and just white look, mouse or no, like, like a little brown, gray? Okay. He doesn't seem to be causing... He just will come right up to you. I'm smoking a cigar. Like yeah. yeah. Long tail. And he just looks at you. And I'm like, hey, man. You try to pick him up? No, I'm not picking him up. <laughs> and then he just like runs away. And you know, my backyard's got a lot of obstacle course stuff. If you're just running... Like, <laughs> squirrels love it. Opossums love it. He's home. Possums are gross, too. Jorge knows. He's been in the backyard. Possums. I'm bringing um, a possum to your house next football season. <laughs> we have um, Mark in Riverside. And he's very fired up about this dog conversation. Mark, what do you got to say? You know, Travis, this is the one time I agree with you, man. He goes, these people and their dogs. You know, they bring their dogs everywhere. And then you should have seen this lady. She gave me a look because I walked into the store and I didn't turn around and go, oh, you have such a cute dog. Oh, my God. Fall in love with the dog. Wow. They give you looks like, like you're supposed to turn around and hug this dog and kiss. My dog is the cutest dog. It's like a child. Mark, ridiculous. Mark, you should be walking around with treats, even though you don't even have a dog, just so when you run into a dog, you have treats for him. Mark, See, Mark? So you hate bo- uh, babies no. and puppies? What? 
That's why they. That's why they look at me because I always have treats in my pockets for them. That's why. <laughs> no, you're right, Mark. It's your your desire to have. Your Mark's dog got a good laugh on his best friend. I, I I'm good. I I'm, I'm good. You go have your dog. Keep it at the park. Yes. Keep it in your backyard. Yeah. Don't bring yes. it to my house, a restaurant, a football game. It's not. It's not a lot yes. to ask. I, I like love me drinking a beer, oh, and then next day I look over, and this dog is sitting on the stool right next to me. <laughs> so have you had the have you had the pleasure where you're let's say you're at the the bar with your buddies mark right you're in a couple of beers you're uh-huh. chopping it up you're having a good time and then something brushes up against your leg underneath the table you look down and somebody's like oh that's just Petey. Petey just wanted to come yeah, over and say hi let's go get you me. we'll go get beers at a non-dog establishment yeah what's wrong with you nothing What's the dog hitting your leg going to do? It's a bar. I've, I it's know your friends. Restaurant. The it's miscreants you a, have in your circle? It's the Dole Retriever <laughs> walking in and rushing your leg going to be a problem? No one's brushing against my leg. You can, if you it's want nice your dog. Right, at a I'd restaurant. Rather, it's yeah. insane. I'd rather somebody's dog brush up against my leg than your friend Brian Beckner. <laughs> <laughs> he might. He might. You get a little dog hair on your slider. I'm good. I'm good. You keep your dogs over there. We'll live in a dog-free environment in restaurants, bars, and baseball and football games. You probably walk by a dog park and it's like, what the hell are all these dogs doing here? No, that's the perfect place to take your dog is to the dog park. I'm not anti-dog. I'm anti-dog in places that dog don't need to be. Can we meet up next time we hang out, throw a football (laughs) around at the dog park? (laughs) Fine. But it's also like, don't bring a baby to, like, I don't know, Mastro's all the time at like a nice place. It's like, okay. Set up the iPad with Barney playing at Exactly. We don't want babies Loud. crying and all that stuff. Yeah, have you go to the table next? Can you hold him for a little bit? I mean, I'm get, I just want to eat my steak. Time and place for everything. Time and place for everything. Factor Cap is coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. You're a bad American. I'm a great American. You know why? One of the many reasons I'm a great American, I drive a Silverado from Rotola Chevrolet. That's why. That is the most red, white, and blue thing that you can do, Slee, is drive that Silverado. And I got mine at Rotolo Chevrolet. In fact, I bought another car from Rotolo Chevrolet as well. That's why they're dealer of the year, 13 years in a row. They take care of people. They give you the right car at the right price, and they make you feel great about it. Customer service, second to none. Second to none. How do I know? Number one, bought a car there. Number two, 13 years in a row, dealer of the year. Find out for yourself what all the fun's about. Find out for yourself why Mike Capozio's dancing on TV every single night you turn on a game because they are number one. Right off the 210 freeway, Sierra Avenue exit, right there in Fontana. Go and see what for yourself what's going on out there. And if you can't, go online, RotoloChevy.com. That's R-O-T-O-L-O, RotoloChevy.com. And make sure you tell them that Travis sent you. You did see that one yeah, coming, didn't you? No, I, didn't. I am. Hey, what's up? Um, all right, so I'm going to get right into Stop. it. What um, not you, Em. It's okay. Uh, so I had the same <laughs> wallet for a very long time. I had the same wallet for 10 years. Um, and while it's you know not that expensive to replace a wallet, I just, for some reason, didn't get to it. And I just now replaced it. And, you know, it's fun to go through my wallet. I had like my old like college ID in there, like other random things. I'm like, <laughs> oh, wait, I forgot about this. How long so, have you been out of college? Uh, five years. How okay. thick is the yeah. wallet? <laughs> yeah. So it was a big wallet. It was like a, one of those, it's like... It's not a like la- one of the guys. A lady's wallets. wallet. Yeah, it's a lady's wallet. Yeah, because so I'm anti wallet. I don't care about. Uh, okay, uh, so <laughs> that's an interesting thing to be anti about. So <laughs> there is something that you don't replace, even though you should. Travis Fetter Cap. Putters. Right, you just I, got a new putter. I know. 
I know. I have a little closet in my garage that has like old golf equipment that I almost never get rid of. <laughs> he rents it out <laughs> to his neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> I would. I got, but I have a putters in particular that I hold on to way past their use by date that I can't make any putts with, but I hold on to them because I just I, I can't let them go. Where else? Underpants. I have two drawers full of underpants. And I always just. Two drawers full of drawers? <laughs> exactly. Of like, oh, well, these are when I'm at this weight class and this. But they've been hanging. Some of these underpants have been hanging around since while. like a Bloomingdale's run in 2003. <laughs> <laughs> are they still, like, do they have holes? Are they falling apart? Yeah, but I haven't been able to fit in them in 10 years. They haven't, been, just going through the, they haven't been tested, no. stress tested <laughs> yeah. in a while. Al? I think I'm done buying expensive, not like ultra expensive, but sunglasses. I'm just not responsible enough. So I think I'm just going to start going with the, I'm done replacing them. I'm just going to go with the $20, $30 sunglasses. I'm going to call it a day. Those well, Ray-Bans. How do you lose them? You just leave them places? I just leave them places. I don't know. I just, they're gone. <laughs> but is there something that you don't replace that you think you should replace? Um. Well, I mean, sunglasses I should replace. I'm just not going to replace them with anything else expensive. If so. you buy a pair of gas station sunglasses, right, get them for 10 bucks, yeah. you'll have them for 10 years. <laughs> you'll never I, lose them. I, yeah. So I have a pair of just $20 sunglasses that I can't lose. You never will. But the ones that were expensive, gone. Go buy Three Maui Jims and you'll, you'll lose them in two weeks. <laughs> You're right. All right. I'm with Chris with the underwear. I have a ton of them. But uh, I recently went, I was cleaning some stuff. And I found ticket stubs, and I found um, my media Oh, your credentials? credentials. Yeah. Those things, I, I for some reason, Brenda's like, just get rid of them. They're, I keep them. They're pointless. I like yeah. those. No point I me. like the credentials. But I like the credentials. He's still using them to get in. <laughs> yeah, my Rams credential has a picture from our Yahoo days, Chris. Yeah. That, that's what, 10, 12 years ago? Absolutely. And I look a little different. You think? <laughs> <laughs> that with the blue shirt? Yeah. The blue shirt? Yeah. That's the one. <laughs> Um, all right, so last night, Harbaugh after winning, uh, Jim Harbaugh after winning the game, he said, for me personally, I can now sit at the big person's table in my family. They won't keep me over there at the little table anymore. My dad, Jack Harbaugh, won a national championship, and my brother, John, won a Super Bowl. It's good to have a, be at the big person's table from now on. All right, so he's talking just, you know, about finally being the only one that, that didn't win a championship. Now he has a championship. But you remember the first time that you were moved from the big kid's table. Is that you were moved to the big kids' table. Uh, Morales, Fetter Cap. So this won't be surprising to anybody, but my parents, mainly my mother, did not allow me to be sat down at the little kids' table. In fact, one time, she somehow missed it, and I ended up at the little... She got me, and we left this event. And she never spoke to those people again. And she would say, Christopher does not sit at the little kid at the kids' table. Why was she so What was her objection? It? I need to learn to be with adults and learn how to speak and not... Be with children. Also, didn't well, I didn't like children? Like <laughs> I believe you on that. I invite. She'd invite she people. She them? tried. She yeah. invited them over for like play dates, and I would like throw Lincoln logs at them, and then they'd leave. <laughs> Lincoln logs are fun. Al, I don't know if I remember the exact time, but I, I I'll, I'll say fact on this. So, for us, a lot of like the uncles, the older men would sit together and you know have lunch, dinner, whatever the case is. Once I felt like I had a real job. I felt more welcomed to sit at that table. It's like, okay, hey, are you actually contributing to the family? Right. Are you bringing something in? Are you now, like, can we take you a little bit more serious rather than this kid at San Diego State University that is showing up every once in a while? So I think that's when it kind of happened. Trav? 
I don't remember it specifically, but I come from such a big family, right? My mom is is one of uh, nine kids. My dad is one of five kids. So there's aunts and uncles and cousins and all of these adult people in it. And there's, I literally have, I think, 29 first cousins. So we were always kind of at one table together. And then once... I don't know, maybe when I was in college or, or thereabouts, sleep. I don't remember it specifically, but just one day there weren't as many people there and there was an open seat and I was in. Jorge? I think we're just... Dog. <laughs> there were no, the, <laughs> no dog. The, no the Rogers clan slash the Kazaya clan, my mom's side, not a real dog sort of we people. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're different. We're like just big parties. Everybody's just all over the place, different tables. There's not really one specific table where you get... When you're at a party, you get to sit in whatever table you want to be at. There's no kids table nothing like that you're just all over the place so that doesn't exist where i come from what about I'm, you em i'm still at the you're still at the kids I'm table still, so we do kind of more by generation so you like you're in one generation's table another generation's table and then another generation's table like for christmas we had literally like my cousin's kids had their little three-person table out in the hallway and then it was me and the cousins and our parents so the aunts and uncles were on a different table um not that i couldn't sit somewhere else and it but uh there is a Delineation. Go sit at that fire pit in the front yard and yeah. go, go start your own trend. I, I honestly, oftentimes at big gatherings, there's not enough seats. I sit outside because it's one, it's really hot in the house because there's a million people and uh, it's quiet. So that's why I like it. All right. So uh, Jim Harbaugh also last night promised that he would get a tattoo because he promised it to his team um, before the season that if they went undefeated, they won the national championship, that he would get a tattoo. So uh, you have ever regretted a bet that you made? Al, factor cap. Regretted a bet that I've made. Cap. I don't think I have. And I haven't, you know, using a tattoo as an example, nothing's permanent, right? So it's not <laughs> like I made a bet, which this probably falls along, you know, with your baseball team back in the day. There was nothing because it wasn't permanent. I don't think I would have any regret in any of those bets that I made. Trap. It, not a bet, but a million decisions that I regret. One of them specifically involving a tattoo. That it was my 21st birthday. My buddy Antonio and I were, it was the night that Riddick Bowe and Evander Holyfield fought each other. Wow. That was the same night as my 21st birthday. Wow. And we're watching this fight, and I was at UCSB, Isla Vista, house party, having a really good time. And at the end of the night, somebody said, you know what we should do is go get tattoos. And I said, I'm in. And we went and we did it, and it was the worst mistake that I've made on something like like that. That because it, it is permanent, it's still on my back. Thank God, it's such a crappy tattoo; it's mostly faded. But yeah, I, I not not a bet, but lots of bad decisions. Miles, I regret if the Rams make the Super Bowl that I have to eat bull testicles because <laughs> Cappy Challenge and Demarco are in, and Demarco's passionate about this bet. He won't stop reminding me about it. Demarco they're thinks they're cooked. going to the Super Bowl. No, I know. What? They'll be cooked. They'll be fine. Uh, Cappy's pushing the raw angle. I don't think you can actually eat them raw. Anybody eats them raw. That doesn't sound like a good decision. At least if it's cooked, you're going to be safe. You have a Foster Farms chicken thigh raw. No, nobody's doing that. Uh, All right. No, I've never. I usually bet like money, something that I'm not going to regret. I mean, 10 bucks, 5 bucks, something simple like that. So, Cap. Those fantasy football punishments can get whack. They Where you have to get a tattoo or you have to go do something. Like, my. my oldest son, the guy that finishes last in their fantasy football league, has to go do ten minutes at an open mic. Wow! <laughs> and that's like that's actually a pretty good one because that is a good one. you it's terrifying if you don't know what you're doing. Yeah. But it's also nobody's going to get hurt at the end of the night. That's good. Exactly. I like that one. Well, uh, this podcast I listened to uh, is similar to that, but they have to do an hour 
stand up. And but this is like a podcast with a huge following. So yeah. they're gonna have people go see it and it's gonna be in Vegas on Super Bowl weekend. Oh, and so hour. yeah, the loser has to do an hour stand up. Out of material in six minutes. <laughs> six. If you've got six, that's a that's a tight little six minute set. I, just I played asked a Joe three Coy. minutes. I had a three minute open. Have you guys ever been to a comedy club <laughs> at a like a non comedy club kind of place, like where they just kind of set it up in the back room? No. It is so weird. So when I used to live up That's in the Santa we Clarita, yesterday. Um, there was a Marie Calendars down the street from our house that on Friday and Saturday nights after 11 o'clock, they would turn one of the, the dining room in the back into a comedy club. And we're like, yeah, let's go check it out one night. And the comedians that were there, not great. Mm. And it was just so weird. Like, do I get a ham stack and a bowl of potato <laughs> cheese soup while I watch this? Or do I just order drinks from the bar? Just I saw bizarre. a comedy show with probably like six people in the audience one time here in LA and that's just a weird experience too because you feel so exposed as an audience member too because if you're not laughing you might get targeted like it's just it's it was a lot you're almost obligated to laugh because you can tell who is and who isn't doing it in that situation all right back to the Lakers sleek and they make it a red hot white hot two in a row that's coming up next all right, pizza. We've had the opportunity and the privilege to get pizza delivered here on a number of different different occasions. Introducing pizza, its new seven dollar deal lovers menu. Tons of your favorite pizza faves, starting at just seven bucks each. The seven dollar deal lovers menu, only from Pizza Hut. Order now, earn rewards for your next free pizza on the Pizza Hut app or at PizzaHut.com. Product availability, prices, and participation vary. If you had a bet that I would somehow work Katie Lang into a live imaging Tuesday. On this Tuesday, the 9th of January. Well, you would have won. Cash your ticket. By the way, tomorrow is January 10th. 9, 10. It does work like that. Will be the 25th anniversary of The Sopranos premiering on HBO. Mm. It will also be the birthday of our owner, Sam Pines. Which he's is got a con- He's got a constant craving for more revenue. <laughs> I'm sorry? That which is more important? It's hard to say. Sam Pines or Sopranos? For us, personally, probably Sam Pines. Sam Pines, yeah, let's I make sure. I would say this. Of over the last three years of my life, Sam Pines. Over the 25 before then, The Sopranos. Is it number one for you with, no. out of question? Number no. two. Number two. West Wing succession. is number one. Oh, I was going to say Succession. You I would that. say at this point, West Wing one, Sopranos two, Succession three, Columbo four, maybe Family Guy five. When I think about how much I reference something or can you can put on an episode and I'm like, boom, that's that, blah, blah, blah. I can do that with the West Wing. Dallas Six. <laughs> I think you like dialogue-heavy shows. I do because Succession and West Wing are both dialogue-heavy, dialogue-important shows. Same for Sopranos, but that's you why like dialogue. I think that's why The Office is there for me. It's so important. <laughs> I'm a dialogue-heavy kind of guy. You are. You are. You're a Sorkin sort oh, of guy. Gosh. Yeah. You like The Social Network? I did. I liked The Social Network. I liked his other shows. Studio 60 on the Sunset Trip, especially now when you look back. And what went on with Matthew Perry's life was very mm. poignant. Sports Night was great. Sports the Night Newsroom, was really good. Newsroom was the first season was incredible. Then it kind of got a little weird. Yeah, but like you know, the first season. I always say this about Sorkin. The reason why The West Wing was his most successful show, you could believe it. Dialogue that heavy, that important, worked for people running the United States government. A comedy show on the Sunset Strip, the dialogue was too heavy. Running Sports Center or a faux Sports Center, not quite the yeah. same. Newsroom, you yeah. could believe it that first yeah. season, but it was like, okay, this is a, it's so exhausting. The rat a tat tat of it all right. is a bit much when it's not super dense content. Exactly. See, he's a smart guy, Travis. And yeah. I'm going to leave you with Thank this because I don't know when I'm coming back. This could be a long meeting. 
The other morning I was brushing my teeth, and I don't know, I thought about you or the show or something. And I went. Travis loves brushing his teeth. I do. And I thought, you know, Travis threw me a birthday party at his house and invited a taco man. And that was probably pretty expensive. And I call him cheap a lot on the radio. Yeah. And he is cheap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it was a nice day, and thank you. It, 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 it went back in my head, and I thought, yeah. that was a really nice day. Can I just- Brian Beckner brushed against my leg. Yep. Was I, that a compliment? Yeah, I, 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 I don't I think it, it was. It. You're good, you're good. And I, I thought, you know, was. I'm kind of hard on him sometimes. I want to take you back, because the way that was <laughs> I actually so, feel worse. That was so hard for you- to just let out a compliment to Travis that you immediately followed it up is, let me just say, he is cheap. And you said that with an aggression. You know? A constant craving. Is what I yeah. I, I, he threw in a compliment. I, kind of. Sometimes you got to take from Chris. If a compliment's coming your way, there's probably a haymaker it's, it's, and an uppercut It's wrapped well. in a I think series it was more of like insults. a thank you than a compliment necessarily. Yeah, it was a thank you. That's right. Yeah. You're I welcome. thought about it. And I thought welcome. that was you a ni- cheap ass. <laughs> Much like when Leo gives Bart with the the napkin, mm-hmm. and he says to Leo, "I tear up every time." That was a nice thing you did when it's Bart with for America. And Leo's going through it at that point. Oh, Leo's going through it. Yeah, Trav, that was a nice thing you did. I'm glad you liked it. See, Trav, was, see, see how we can do that. Bring a golden retriever next time. <laughs> Speaking of, speaking of Golden Retrievers, David in Van Nuys. David, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up? Hey, Travis. How are you? Good. I just want to, you know what? You and Jorge are on point because this dog situation is really ridiculous. You, you see dogs at grocery stores, at restaurants, yeah. everywhere. And it's like, you know, really, keep your dog at your house, at your backyard. There's no need for your dog to be around me when I'm out in public trying to eat or something. Yeah. And what really, really actually irritates me are the people that are walking their dog with no leash and their dog's running up to you. And you're like, dude, you might want to hold your dog. I don't know what your dog's about to do well, or not. He just wants to say hi, David. David. He just wants David, to say David, hi. David, David listen, I just, man. I just listen. don't. So, I just do, sorry to cut you out, Sleep. Yeah. I just don't want your dog around you. And another thing, and I will listen to what you guys are saying. And another thing, Trav, if you're ever throwing a house party mm-hmm. and you need a personal security to stand in front of your door, I will gladly do that just to kick those people out that want to bring your dog to your house. <laughs> hey, David, make sure Emily has your number. You might be getting a call before what too long. What happens, Trev, when a dog gets excited? They're happy, right? What happens to their tail? It wags. All right, so the tail hits one of your chicken wings when you're going in. <laughs> right, but look, off, look my, my push off th- a little bit of the hair. <laughs> let's move, keep it moving. My whole thing about you bringing a dog to a store, to a restaurant, or whatever, if you have the paperwork to prove that that's a service dog, fair game. Oh, bro, Agreed. no, no, nobody's bringing, no, nobody's bringing, right, right. I, I mean, I'm going to stop myself. But there are people who are bringing surface dogs, but for the most part, these are just, I'm saying legit, but if you're bringing your dog just because you don't have somebody to watch your dog and you're bringing them to a restaurant no, where no. I'm also having, you know, dinner or whatever. And then like you said, it's going to knock my wings. Can I, can I help you out here? No. Can I just make this very simple? Don't bring your dog. There's simple certain, as that. No, no, there no. There it is. No, I got, I got a more, <laughs> I, I got a more simple one. I got a more simple one. I got I got a more simple one. There are restaurants that specifically allow dogs. That's fine. So just know that if you're going to a restaurant where they allow dogs, there might be a dog. However, again, I'm not however, however, if there are other restaurants where that is not known, I get it. I understand it. It's not for everybody. And and, and it's completely fair. Like I, I don't think that's a crazy thing to request is to ask people. The problem is I don't know what restaurants do and don't allow anymore because I feel like it's more and more than just allow them. Do, but it's because, look, I, the genesis of all of this is that doomsday is just about here. We're just about done. That society's rules 
have basically crumbled to a point where nothing matters anymore. You can take your shoes off and put them on the seat in front of you on an airplane. And everybody's like, what's the big deal? Right? You can act like a lunatic in public and everybody goes, oh, well, he they get to express themselves. Like The rules of society have completely broken down. And in that decay of polite society includes bringing a dog to a place that, look, if you have a support animal if you have a seeing eye dog that's not what we're talking about y'all know that's not what we're talking about we're talking about the i'm going to go have some beers with my friend and you need to bring your dog with you that's not the thing yeah it makes sense you're going to a a a baseball game look if there's a night pause in the park right cool i can choose not to come that night yeah okay right however you're a liar I'll tell you why you're a liar. There's a bunch of reasons. <laughs> you said you're walking outside where everybody's walking their dog and you run out to the other side I, of the street. I, I don't run. I walk briskly. But that's, again, I'm not mad that that guy's taking his dog for right. a walk. And you shouldn't I, be. I right. just choose to move away from that dog. Okay, can, yeah. I, tell, I, am, can I tell you I my strategy? I am mad when yeah. I'm in a restaurant, a bar, a ball game, or somewhere where your dog is a part of this. That it doesn't need to be. If I go in, like, I can't get mad at you at the park. Have your dog do whatever you want. Dog, yeah. Like, there are places where dogs belong. That's I, fine. I, I have a I have a rule, not a rule, but this is what I do with Rookie. Usually when I'm taking Rook for a walk and we're going, you know, you're obviously going to cross a lot of people wherever you're walking. I always will hold him closer sure. whenever there's people and I'll move over to the side. Now, if that person, because there are people that see a golden retriever and see Rookie and it's like, hey, can I pet your dog? Sure. Sure. But I'm not initiating and Rookie wants to sniff everybody. I know I got to kind of pull him closer. You're you're a good dog owner. Yeah. You, what you're describing is a responsible dog owner who is letting the other person decide whether they want to interact with the dog or not. Yeah. The person that assumes that I want to touch Petey on the head when I'm like, no, I'm good, man. Yeah, touch. Keep Petey on that side. Pet Petey. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to. I think that someone pointed out, and I think this is a good distinction, we are not mad at dogs as species of animals. Right. We are do- bad at no, bad dogs. All three of you hate dogs. I'm the only one representing the dog community My here. mom is a veterinarian, and I think I've grown up with dogs my entire life, and she re- agrees with all the things that we're saying. And I'm not even mad at the owners necessarily, because human beings, as a general rule, will do what you allow them to do. They will, they will only stop is if there's a reason to stop. I'm mad at the bar owner, the restaurant owner, the stadium security that allows it because they don't want to get involved with somebody going nuts because you said they can't bring their dog in that's the people that i'm mad with and then i have to deal with pd one-on-one which i'd rather not can we please talk about the lakers i've been dying to get to this all day much more so than talking about pd who i crossed the street to avoid all right we'll do the lakers next lee they're gonna win tonight i can feel it that's coming up next it's travis lee 710 espn but here it is here it is this is your chance to play golf with me at Riviera, at one of the most beautiful courses, not just here in Los Angeles, but in the entire world. The Genesis Invitational is coming back here to Los Angeles. They're bringing the roar back to L.A., which means it's time for the Dream Foursome on Monday, January 22nd at Riviera Country Club. Caller number 7 right now at 877-710-ESPN. 877-710-ESPN wins two tickets to the Genesis Invitational. That, of course, is Tigers Tournament at Riviera, and you qualify to play golf with me in the Dream Foursome. We will pick the winner next Tuesday. The Dream Foursome, thanks to the Genesis Invitational and 710-ESPN. Laker Talk coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710-ESPN. 
And if you win that chance to play golf with me, when you pull into the parking lot, you know what you should keep your eyes peeled for? My Silverado from Rotolo Chevrolet. Yeah, that's Trav's. That's Trav's Rotolo Chevrolet Silverado. Been driving it for years now. Absolutely love it. Bought another car at Rotolo Chevrolet, as a matter of fact. And that's what they do. Once you go there, that's the place you go to get all of your vehicles, right? Because they take care of you. They got exactly what you're looking for. The pricing is going to be as good as you're going to find. But the customer service exquisite second to none dealer of the year 13 years in a row that's what mike Caposio insists on mike's the guy you see on television mike's the guy that makes sure that every single person that walks onto that lot is taken care of like they're the most important person in the room because to mike and to all the folks that were told chevrolet that's exactly what you are. Go see for yourself what all the fun's about. Rotolo Chevrolet in Fontana, right off the 210 freeway, Sierra Avenue exit. And when you get in there, tell them that Travis sent you. 